comes into the atmosphere. It slows down with this huge parachute, right? And then this thing, after it, it sheds the heat shield, this thing comes out the bottom of it. And then these jets, it brings it down close to the surface. It hovers for like a second, like one second just hovering there. And this is on Mars, for Christ's sake. And it lowers the rover down with these nylon straps releases and then flies off to go crash somewhere else. The animation, how they do this is inspiring. The level of creativity, engineering, putting everything together, putting this thing together, building it, putting it on a rock. I'm in awe of the people who do this. Also part of this deployment is a little helicopter. A little helicopter. Look, I want it. It's like $60 million, but I want it. It's a, a neat little thing. And that thing, that little helicopter, if that's successful, that's going to be the first powered aircraft to take flight on another planet ever. The first powered flight on another planet. That is, to me, again, amazing. We're learning. We are taking our steps out into the solar system. As someone who flew the only drone he's ever piloted into a little mud puddle and killed it on the first flight, I find that helicopter thing incredibly cool. Who is piloting this thing? I mean, there's like an 11-minute delay in radio signals. You can't do it in real time, but still, I want to go to JPL, and I want to fly that thing. (laughs) There's no mud puddles on Mars. I can't kill it. You might be able to tell. I'm a little excited. I get. I don't get excited about things. There, there are very, very few things in this world that I have found that I believe in that excite me in a positive way. Here's my thinking on it. If you're seeking some genuine, quote-unquote, hope for the future and what, quote-unquote, we could accomplish, if you're looking for that, exploding technology has made this an astronomical golden age. Science at its best. What's possible when human reason is detached from a motive and egocentric wants and delusions? I see things like this as something that's authentically and genuinely. One of the very few things that are authentically and genuinely positive. The objective definition of progress. It's right there. It's right before us today. Human progress. Again, around the first of the year, I considered abandoning the podcast's unpleasant, uncomfortable subject matter, propaganda, all that stuff. I considered abandoning that and switching to material like this, like what I'm doing right now, in order to find a non-toxic spring from which to drink. Something where I'm not just wallowing in the negativity of human fallibility all the time. Politics, evolutionary human nature, it's accompanying uh, tribal masturbation. It leaves a nihilistic taste in the mouth. Following the contemporary torrent of astronomical and cosmological discoveries has become the best and most consistent dose of constructive enthusiasm I have been able to find in months. I've said before and written a lot more than I've said. That uh, exploring, exploration, constructive team-based problem solving, improvising, conquering the impossible, figuring it out on the fly. That is humanity at its best. We are explorers. 
We choose to go places, not because it is easy, but because it is hard. That's the allure of the moon. That's the allure of Mars. When Mars is achieved, it'll be the allure of some place else. That's what we do. From cavemen to small bands of people leaving Africa to quote-unquote colonize the rest of the world, to sailors, the ones I was talking about earlier, the sailors with more balls than sense, rounding the South American Straits, people exploring Antarctica. I mentioned most of this earlier. Antarctica, the Arctic, the Voyager probes. We go places. It's, in, it's approaching the Oort cloud now. It's in the heliosphere on its way toward Proxima Centauri. That's what we do. We go to the moon. We go to Mars. We go to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. We go to the South Pole. We go to the North Pole. Why? Because it's there. Because it's hard. Because circumstances and nature tell us we can't, and we want to prove it wrong. We want to figure it out. We want to see what's there. We just want to egocentrically be the first person who did it. That's all right. After that first person does it, other people always follow. It's these intrepid explorers that always drag the rest of civilization with them. Whether they like it or not. That's why we live in this country. That's why we live where we do. People left. People went looking for something else, for something better. They went looking for possibilities. They didn't know it was there. They didn't know if they'd survive. Can you imagine being in Jamestown? Can you imagine being in Plymouth? I've been to Plymouth, Massachusetts. Can you imagine being there that first winter? Can you imagine getting on the boat in England? You can say what you want about the, the Puritans, religious nut jobbery, whatever. That's fine. You, you, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you. But the balls, the guts it took to get on that boat and go start a new life in a new strange place, that's the spirit. How many people landed in Plymouth? How many people were in Jamestown? They went first. The vanguard arrived. The rest followed later. That's what people do. We are explorers. We are, I've said this before, we are an invasive species at heart. I said it in a negative way, in a negative connotation. That's so long ago. But, Another way to look at this, another more positive way to look at it, is that only when you abandon who or what you think you quote-unquote should be, do you come to know and accept exactly who and what you really are. A good lesson just in general here. But as a collective species, I think it works the same. It's then that you truly know your strengths, that you truly become unstoppable as an individual, or as a species. Chasing noble savage delusions, on the other hand, not so much. And this is this is the path I think that the JPL and NASA 
And these space agencies, even the private ones, need to take because this is fantastic. We now can watch what's happening. We can get video, high-definition video from the planet Mars. These are incredible times to be alive, man. I really, I'm strongly, seriously considering, if not transitioning or doing a segment on this show about uh, astronomy and space exploration, the things that they are discovering, did you know they have a telescope going up at the end of the year that's something like a thousand, it might be 10,000 times more sensitive than the Hubble? Have you seen what Hubble came back with in the last 20 years? Oh my God. Let's get to know each other, listener. When I was a kid, I was born in the wake of Apollo. All right, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, all those old astronauts were heroes to my generation. These people were gods. Like who we wanted to be when we grew up. That was the very first thing I wanted to be. I wanted to be an astronaut. Now, I did not have the makeup to ever be an astronaut as it turned out, but that's what I wanted to do. Some people want to be cops. Some people want to be football players. I wanted to be an astronaut. But I never lost the interest in it. I never lost the passion for that sort of exploration, that sort of adventure. I never lost the admiration for the courage it took for people to get on a controlled hydrogen explosion and ride it into orbit or to the moon or to Mars or wherever. Same idea, these old explorers. That's why I have a whole shelf full of books about people, old explorers. Captain Cook, Magellan. John Paul Jones, who wasn't really an explorer, more of a uh, fighting Navy guy. Sir Francis Drake. Lewis and Clark, two of my favorite people. I love their story. I love the courage. I love the people that, that have the courage to go into the unknown. And knowing they may not come back. Blazing a trail. Because other people will follow. They may not want you to go to the moon. They may not want you to spend the money going to Mars, but they'll bask in the achievement and they will bask in the technological advancements. The stragglers will come no matter what. I admire those people. I still admire those people. I'm seriously considering doing a podcast down that line because that felt really good. And it's this even feels good to talk about something positive, right? Talk about Something good, the good in people, the good aspect of who we are as a species. What we can do as a group, a collective group, when we work towards something positive. Tethered to reason, science, facts. What we can accomplish. I've seen the good in people, man. I've talked about this a, a number of times. I've talked about the Black Lands Abyss forget when that episode was, but I talked about it because I have been out hitchhiking. I have traveled internationally backpacking around. I have seen the good in people. I know it's in there, and this is part of the reason that I get so frustrated. I get so angry. People love to call me angry. You're angry, Todd. I am. I think a lot of it's frustration because I have seen the good in you, too, and I know it's in there. I do. But the stuff that I'm focusing on, the material that I'm focusing on here, you never know it. I want you to go to the Substack site, and I'm going to put something up from 2017. It's a video that I did on one of my hitchhiking trips, and I think I really need to write this up because the video doesn't do it justice. A write-up, like an old-school blog write-up of that, uh, that specific day would be fantastic. It'll, it'll give you an idea of what I'm talking about here. 
the good in people. I miss it. I really do. And I know it's in there. The electronic eye that I have on the world and had on the world for the last few years has been the internet, has been social media, has been cable news. I haven't been on the road. I haven't been out hitchhiking since 2017. It's going to be four years in July. I haven't been backpacking internationally since 2018. That was when I came back. It's been three years since I've done shit. Maybe I've forgotten. I don't know. What I do know is that stuff, talking about that stuff, talking about astronomy, talking about space exploration, talking about courage, talking about pushing the boundaries, going where no one has gone before, despite the danger, maybe even because of it, because of the potential failure. I don't know, but that feels good. Hopefully NASA and uh, JPL pull this off. Even if the mission fails, we will remember entire fleets of ships that are resting at the bottom of the sea. We'll remember Gus Grissom and the rest. How we failed, how we learned, and then how later on we ultimately succeeded. That's exploration. The mission's name says it all, man. Above courage, above genius, above wisdom, and even above compassion, perseverance. That may be the uh, best and hardest of all the traits. Oh, it feels good to talk positively about something. Oh, that does feel good. I miss that. I miss that part of me. Should go traveling with me sometime. Different human being. Scapewithgabe.com is a website. Todd Zilla X over at Substack. I will be putting some more stuff up there uh, relatively soon.